Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and happy family day to everyone out there. It's Kathy Cook Noble joining you here at the Inspired Choices Network. And we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics today that I know a lot of people don't find the same excitement with, but I think you will after we talk about it. And that is estate planning. And estate planning, yes, you have one. Everybody has one. And how do we know we have one? Because we have stuff. We have people. We have things happening around us every single day. And we're involved in things every single day. So we have an estate. And a lot of people, I want to help you today through understanding that an estate doesn't mean a great big massive amount of money and stuff and houses and boats and all that stuff. It's all about you and all about the stuff that you have and the people that you care about and want to look after. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm super excited to have you all here. I hope you're enjoying your family day and enjoying your family together. And that's why we're talking about it today because the state's all about family. And we know how important our family is to us. And we know how exciting it is to do things with our family and support them and look after them. And that's really what your estate planning is all about. But before we get started on that, I want to share a little bit about who I am for those of you that are joining us for the first time and maybe haven't been in on a few of our shows. So I wanted to share with you a little bit about who I am. My name is Kathy Cook Noble and I am in the world of finance. And normally people think that's a bad word to use, but it's actually a lot of fun because finance in my world is all about helping people get all their stuff organized, helping to plan for the future, helping to look after their kids, um, aging parents, a business if they have it, uh, big estates, um, cottages, boats, yachts, vacation homes, all that stuff falls into finance um, on the higher end of stuff, uh, on the higher end of the scale. But finance is also about your basic bookkeeping. And I also do bookkeeping as well. So I do uh, a whole spectrum of coverage for everyone because I believe that you need to have everything covered to really protect your family and yourself. So uh, in my day job, I do bookkeeping and I'm also a financial advisor. And I think it's really exciting to see people understand their finances. And that is my goal, is to help everybody understand it in a way that makes sense to them. Because everybody deals with finance every day. And you can call it whatever you want. But the reality is, finance is when you track your cash and you go to the grocery store and you buy groceries. Can I afford this? Can I afford, you know, some specialty item? Can I afford to go to the the shopping and buy new shoes and that's all about finances so that's what we like to talk about and that's what our show financially speaking is about it's about all of the daily financial information that we are in contact with and how to interpret it and how to make it apply to us because let's be honest when we're watching tv and we're seeing all these guys on in their suits on bnn and cnbc and fox news and any of these other shows and they're talking about money and finances and they look great and smart and they use big words and they talk about metrics and that's all great and wonderful, but how does it really relate to us? And that's what we want to know, right? What about me? How does that work for me? So that's where I come in. What about you? And that's what we're going to talk about. So today, though, um, when we talk about the estate planning, I just want to review a couple things that we've talked about before because it kind of leads up to it. 
And we started talking a little bit about uh, tracking your cash a couple weeks ago. And that's just an easy way of saying, let's see how much money we bring into our house and how much money we spend going out of the house. And at the end, when we add and subtract those two numbers, we want to make sure that more money is coming in than going out. And that's the important part. And then when we're tracking what cash is coming in and going out, we want to make sure there's a little section in there for ourselves and our families, which is called savings or investment. And we don't need to understand all the fancy investment programs that are out there at different funds. That's that's what I do. That's my job to help you with that when you, we deal one-on-one. But what we're dealing with right now is just making sure that we're we're making the allowance for that. And then we talked a bit about cost savings tips and tricks because there's always things that we can do to save some more money and keep it for us. And frankly, that's kind of fun when you start to see that you can go shopping and use Air Miles Redeem for groceries or you can use some of the cool apps for Checkout 51 and scan your receipts in and save money. Because when you save money, that's money that you are keeping for you and your family. And that is super cool and a lot of fun. And don't we feel a little bit proud of ourselves when we're like, you know, when you go to the store and you see something that's $100 and you got it on sale for 60 you know that we're all excited about that. So we're going to talk a little bit more about those financial, those daily financial events as we go on, but um, that's how we really got started. And today we're going to talk about estate planning. And I know this is, I told you at the beginning, I mentioned this is one of my favorite topics, and I know it's my husband's favorite topic too, um, because it really gets to pull a lot of stuff together and you get to talk about everything. So for those of you out there listening, please call in and or join us in the chat room if you have any questions. We love questions because the show really is all about you. Uh, it's not about me. It's all about you and all the things that you need. So call in if you have any questions or join us in the chat room and log in and ask us the questions. And if you don't want to have your attention and you don't want your name said, that's okay too. We take it anonymously. So we have a great producer here with us and at the Inspired Choices Network. And they are really great at helping people call in and, and getting them the questions that they want through to us. So feel free to call in from the U.S. at 1-815-880-8255 or give me a call from the Canadian line at 1-613-800-8736. And the nice thing about all the stuff that we're talking about is for all our American and Canadian friends and really all around the world, the same principles apply. So we all have different rules with the government and different income tax brackets, and that's okay. But for the basic premise, we all are in the same boat, and we're all dealing with the same stuff. So what is an estate? Does anybody ever think about that? Or do, when they hear the word, do they kind of get the shivers and the hair goes on the back of their neck up because they think it sounds like it's going to be a big, legal, scary issue that we're going to tackle? The truth is, the estate is just your stuff. So in financial planning, it's the way you build your assets, and it's viewed as a way of preserving the assets. This is before you die and after you die, and the estate plan is not just for the wealthy either. So the only thing that we have always known our whole lives, and I'm sure everybody's the same as me, there's two guarantees in this world, right? And we know those two guarantees are taxes and death, and none of us get out of here alive, so we all are in this together. So when we are talking about taxes and we're talking about death, our two guarantees, guess what? That this is what our state is. It's all about the taxes on our death. So this is how we take care of our family when we are leaving our stuff to them. So let's talk about more about our, our estate planning. So what's in our estate? It's your house. 
It's your RSPs if you have them. It's your investments. It's any any asset you have. It's in my case, I always joke with my husband. I say it's my my shoe collection, <laughs> and it is. And it's your it's your dog. It's your cat. It's your fish. It's your grandma's dishes that you inherited, and that's all stuff that makes up your estate. So what we want to do is we want to make sure that all of our stuff is looked after. And most people put off estate planning because they're scared or they're not sure who to talk to. And the process can involve things that take effect while you're still alive. There's a lot of stuff. Your state's just not about when you're not here. Your state's also about when you're here. And that could be um, something called a living trust, for example. And that you may want to pass the family business on to your children while you're still alive. So that you have a future, there will be a future capital gain will be taxed in their hands rather than in yours. It's a great way, estate planning for family businesses. It's a great way to plan if you have accumulated some assets and you want to pass those on to your kids while you're you're still alive. And I've heard a lot of people say, you know what? I don't want to give my leave my inheritance till I'm not here. I want to give it to you while I'm here so I can see you enjoying it. And what's wrong with that? I think that's fantastic. So that's a great healthy attitude when people come in to talk about estate planning you know what it's not about me not being here it's about me having my stuff here and making sure that when I'm not here my family's looked after and maybe I want to even start to give some of that stuff away while I'm here but when we do that we have to be really smart and we have to be really careful because we want to make sure that when we're giving stuff away we do it in the right way so that the tax is minimized and that's really one of the big issues that people have and one of the big focuses on estates is your taxes and I know taxes is a super exciting topic for a lot of people. And let's be real. I'm going to totally level with you. Taxes, it doesn't matter how you dress it up. They're a little bit boring. But we're guaranteed we all get to deal with them. And we're coming into a time when we're all going to be dealing with taxes really, really soon. So we're all going to be filing our income taxes in the next month. And because that's what we have to do here. And that's what we're going to do. And we may get money back and we may have to pay for something because we were a little bit short this year and that's okay but we're all going to be doing something with taxes so that's another good reason why it's good to talk about taxes right now and our estate so let's talk about um, what exactly is involved in your estate and part of your estate is if you've ever heard the word called probate and don't worry I'm not going to get all technical and use big syllable words on you today but there might be a couple and we'll just probate is going to be one of them so probate is that process that when you die, the will that you leave gives the legal authority for somebody to act on your behalf for your estate. And that's, that legal person is called your executor. So the, the simple way to think of it is when you're not here, you need someone in charge of all your stuff to make sure it goes to the people that you want it to go to in the most efficient way possible. And probate is the process that everybody's estate goes through to determine how much money you're going to pay in tax. I mean, that's really the bottom line, is how much you're going to pay in tax. So for anyone out there that's thinking, wow, this is a lot of information, I can't remember it, should I take notes? Don't take notes. Just sit back, relax, and enjoy it. Every single thing that I'm going to tell you today is going to be on my website, and it's kathycooknoble.gpwealth.ca. You can download all the documents I'm going to talk about. And anything that you need today, I guarantee you're going to find it on the website. So you can just relax and not panic and have to write anything down at all. So let's go back and talk about our probate. And 
in this case, I'm assuming that everybody has a will. And we're going to talk about that and why that is going to be the one thing. If you, if you hear nothing else today or if you tune me out on everything else I say, just write down, get a will. And that is the one takeaway that I would love everyone to get today and to make sure they have because the majority of people do not have wills. And if they have, and those that do have wills, some of, most of them aren't up to date. So let's make sure that that is the one key piece of information and tidbit that you can learn today is to make sure you get a will. And it doesn't have to be super fancy. It doesn't have to be an expensive will with the top legal minds of the world. This is something that is very easy for us to do ourselves and it's very affordable, but it is the single document that could make the biggest difference and the biggest impact on your family and to help whoever it is that you put in charge make sure everything that you have goes the way that you want it to go and to the people you want. So this is just your way of still sharing your love with your family when you're not here. So we'll talk a little bit about a will and what we need in it and how to do it a little bit later on in the show. So when we're talking about probate, this is this is the process that we're going to go through. And everybody's going to go through it. And some people go through probate when they're gone. Their estate goes through probate. And there's very little tax owing. And those are the people that we think are could be geniuses. And they probably just were super organized and just dealt with it head on. And weren't afraid of it. Because there's nothing to be afraid of. It's super easy to do and convenient. And there's lots of professionals out there like me that can help. And if you need that kind of help, ask for it. There's no... There's absolutely nothing wrong with asking somebody for help with the, with any of the estate planning. It's actually a really smart move to do, so you know it's done right. And go to my website and download the documents and, and look up any of the information that you need and then plug in what you need to do when you're ready to do it. Um, but this is the one takeaway. Make sure you do it. It's like the cash flow when we were talking about tracking your cash, starting to do it now. This is one of those items. Do it now. Go out and get a will. And make sure it's up to date. And that is my my goal and my wish for all of you to make sure you have that done. So probate taxes, this is not something that's new. This is not something that has just happened all of a sudden. And, oh, my goodness, should we talk about it? This has been going on in Canada that we've been dealing with probate taxes since 1793. So there's a lot of money that's been collected over a lot of years here in Canada. So we are going to make sure that we're going to keep our portion as best we can because we work hard and we want our family to keep as much as they can. Um, so we're going to, what we'll do is we're going to go to a break in a in another minute. And when we come back, I'm going to talk to you about different um, items that you need to know about probate and different ways that we can minimize the taxes owing because there's this um, really, and I think it's really, really funny. It cracks me right up. But the new tax the, the act that came out, the Estate Administration Act, is where our stuff goes through probate in Canada. And the acronym is EAT, E-A-T, Estate Administration Tax. And I think that's pretty funny because it eats away at your estate. <laughs> and we want to make sure that it's not eating away at our estate. We want to make sure that our estate's staying with our family. So let's talk about that when we come back after break. And when we also come back after break, I'm going to give you a couple points and almost a checklist, really, on... Uh, why you need to do your estate plan. And it's nice and simple. And again, everything's online on my website. So you don't have to stress about writing anything down or having a photographic memory and and worrying about what you missed. So you can just go look it up and it's literally a click and there it is. 
So we're going we're gonna to go to a break. And you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, on the Inspired Choices Network. And when we return, we're going to continue to talk about our estate planning and protecting our family. And we will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And today, our show topic is all about protecting you and your estate for your family. So before we went to break, we were just talking about what an estate is and we were talking about what probate is and how this is affecting our taxes and the taxes that we are going to pay because we're going to be paying taxes on income tax in the next month or maybe getting a refund, but income taxes are being filed. So we're always paying tax. When we go to the store, we pay a tax on the maybe the shoes or the shirt or the car that we buy or anything. So taxes not exactly a secret or a mystery to us here. We all know that we're paying them. But what we may not know is what we're paying and how much we're paying when we're not here. And that's what your family's left with. And I know with people that the topic of estate scares them and really it should excite them because what that means is when you're doing estate planning, that means you are taking care of everything. So when you're not here, there's no arguments, there's no fighting, there's no upset, there's no confusion, there's no mystery about any of your stuff and how you want it settled. Because I've seen cases, and for me, I think it's the saddest case of all, when somebody passes away and it's a loved one, and of course you're upset and, and you're missing them and you're sad, and then all of a sudden it's going to be the estate comes up and it has to happen. It happens for everybody. So nobody gets out without going through probate or going through their estate. And then everyone's surprised because, um, geez, we didn't all, if we're siblings, then the parents didn't leave us all equal amounts. Or maybe I got less than you got or someone got left out or someone's feelings were hurt because they were always promised that they were going to get that set of dishes and they didn't get it. Or maybe the whole estate was left to charity and we didn't know about it and everybody's upset. So then and sometimes what happens, and this is when I see a sad case in a lot of families, is they end up fighting over stuff. And what happens after they get in, they get, it's very heated, it's at a very emotional time, and they end up fighting and then they don't speak to each other again. 
And I think that's tragic because really at the end of the day, you're just fighting over stuff. And if you have planned your estate really well, then you're going to keep your family really happy and it's going to be an easy easy transition in terms of the estate settlement and they can just focus on the emotional side rather than the financial side. So there's so many things that people, when they think of estate, they just think it's about wealth distribution and money and where my stuff goes. But you know what? It's really all about how you help your family transition through losing you and how you are going to help transition them emotionally through understanding where you're at. So the estate is not a secret, by the way. You know, people write a will, and it's not like in the movies. I mean, it doesn't have to be like in the movies, and I and I prefer it not be like in the movies, when all of a sudden it's that big surprise. Somebody's will's going to be read, and everyone's sitting there in the room, and they're like, I didn't know about that. I didn't know they had this kind of money. I didn't know they didn't have this kind of money. I didn't know there was a cottage. I didn't know there was a boat. I thought there was a cottage. I thought there was a boat. It's not in the movies. It's not. A, it shouldn't be a big surprise when you're not here. It should be a, yes, that's exactly what we knew. This is what we expected. And there's no issues at all. And everybody can just support each other as a family through their sadness and their mourning. So that's what the estate planning in my mind is about, is helping the family transition. So some of the things that you can do with an estate, and remember, everybody has one. So there's no question that if you're listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I don't have an estate. I just rent a house. I don't own a car. Well, you know what? If you have a dog, if you have a cat, um, if you have if you have uh, grandma's dishes that you want to pass on, if you have a favorite niece or nephew, or if you have a family member that you do not want to get any of your stuff, that's another good reason to have your estate in order. Because when we talk about that, when it comes up, uh, the law and that the people that step in to look after your state when you don't have a will is the government. And they're not looking at, well, do I really think he, this was his favorite, your favorite niece or nephew? They're looking at, you know what, they're all equal in the law and this is the formula that we go through. So your favorite niece or nephew might not get anything because you haven't laid it out properly. So we want to make sure that your final wishes are, are respected and laid out. Uh, so some of the things that we want to look at in the state, and this is actually a really fun one, is gifting because we all like gifts most of the time, don't we? So you could actually be doing that while you're alive because an estate's not when you're not here. Your estate's also when you're here. So gifting is something that you can use to reduce the value of the probatable estate. And that means that you're reducing the amount that can be taxed when you die because you're giving it away while you're alive. And then you actually get to see the joy and the happiness of the people that you're giving it to while you're here. So it's got tax benefits, it's got emotional benefits, and it's got some estate benefits. So that's super cool. So what we want to do when we're talking about gifting, there's no gift tax in Canada, but there may still be some tax consequences. And this isn't me giving you tax advice. That's very individual situation. Every single person is, is individual. You can have two people the exact same age, working the exact same job for the exact same number of years, you're still going to have an individual tax plan because the way you spend and where you've put your money and how you've put it is all dependent on how it's set up and that will be affected by your taxes. So this isn't tax advice. This is about saying let's get our stuff organized and get it together and then we will have an individual plan. So gifting is one of the great ways that you can take advantage of 
tax planning as well and tax efficiency as well as some emotional planning and emotional efficiency. So one of our one of the people in our chat room has uh, they're having some conversation and questions there and they're absolutely right. Burying your head in the sand is not a choice, but a lot of people do that. So that's uh what we all like to call the ostrich effect. And uh that's where you stick your head in the sand and just hope that everything's going to be taken care of. So when we pick an executor, we want to pick somebody that we trust and that we like and that we know is going to have the best interest of everybody. And one of the questions we have is, what are the main things an executor should know? And that's a great question because if you get asked to be an executor, it's quite an honor. It really is. And um, it's also quite a responsibility because you are the last connection for the final wishes of somebody. So as a as an executor, your job is to really make sure the final wishes are, are adhered to and respected by the person that you're representing. So for my executor, I'm trusting that my executor is going to do all the things that I ask them to do. And I know that they're going to do that because it's all drawn up in a legal document. <laughs> it's called a will. So they are going to do it. But it's also someone that I know is going to be kind and compassionate and look after the people that um, that I like and that I love and that I want to make sure they're taken care of. So in executors, there's a whole checklist that we can go through. And I'll read it through real quick. But this is some of the general things that you do. And it might sound overwhelming, but, you know, a lot of them flow pretty quickly. But the preliminary steps are, as your job as the executor, is locate the will and review it for specific funeral arrangements. And then you're going to assist with those arrangements. And then you're going to obtain the multiple copies of the death certificate and copies of the will that you need for the different parties that you need. So first thing we need to do is find out where it is. And we're going to talk about the will because that's one of the most important documents. And I'm, I really encourage everybody to have one. You want to ensure that the family's immediate financial needs can be met, can be met. So what happens when somebody passes away is the whole estate gets what's called essentially frozen, where the government's going to review it and go through that thing called probate and see how much tax owed, you know, under the EAT, the, the Estate Administration Act. So the estate administration tax is the amount of money that the government is going to collect off of your estate when you're not here. So, and it's, going to be calculated based on the formulas that they have and it's set for everybody and it just it happens. So we want to make sure that the family is not in a position where they don't have any money to still pay for the uh, the hydro in the house. So that's part of the executor's role. They're going to also review any marriage contracts or any family law issues or any dependencies and that comes up too, right? Because there's, there's people out there who might have been married more than once. So there might be other people out there that have a marriage contract. There's lots of different varieties of people out there and what their their stations are. And that's what the executor is going to help with to make sure that they know where all that stuff is. They're going to help with probating the will. And that means if it goes through the tax process, then they're going to help figure out with the lawyer and the accountants how much that is. And we're going to pay, they're going to pay the probate tax. That's their job to administer what's happening in the will and the request of the person of the estate. There's going to be a beneficiary relationship. So that means we're going to communicate directly with the beneficiary. A beneficiary is the person that you've named to get that stuff. So the beneficiary of your RSP, for example, might be your 
son or your daughter. And that's whose name is on there, and that's the person that's the beneficiary. They're the one that received the item, the money, the asset, whatever you want to call it. They're going to communicate directly with them. They're going to let them know what to expect. They're going to tell them how this works, how the system all plays out. They're going to tell them when to expect things to happen. They're going to provide regular updates. They're going to provide a, a copy of the estate documents to the beneficiaries. They're going to communicate with them regarding how it gets distributed. So you're really, as the executor, you're the, the keeper of the communication. Then you're going to safeguard the estate assets, and that means you're going to locate all of the assets. So if there's several bank accounts, if there's a cottage, a family cottage, if there's a um, trailer, if there's a condo, if there's a, um, a any kind of membership that they have, if they've got any information on that person at all, that's what that's their job is to collect it all. They're going to communicate with all the beneficiaries again, they're going to notify the institutions like the banks, their financial advisor, they're going to um, notify all the people that need to know that this person has passed away. They're going to open up an estate account to deposit any income, they're going to pay the expenses of the estate out of that. Um, they're going to verify if there's any life insurance. Life insurance is a whole topic on its own that we aren't going to get into tonight, but it is one of the most beautiful tools that you can use to help in estate planning and tax planning. And for those of you who want to learn more about life insurance, that's very individual and that's one of those one-on-one -on -one moments that we have. And I'm happy to, if you want to contact me directly or email me and ask me questions, we can chat directly about your specific information and your situation because that's, um, that's a very personal tool that we get to use. And you can email me directly at Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, at bookkeepplus.ca, and I'm happy to help you with any of those questions. Then our, our executor is going to value the estate, look up the original documents, make sure we have a deed to the house, we know the address. They're going to administer the estate, and they're going to help pay the taxes and file their last return because, you know what? Just because we all are going to die doesn't mean we get out of paying the last tax return, but um, we do. We get to pay the final tax return. And the, the funny thing about when you when you pass away is when you pay the final tax return, the final tax return could be over a year away, depending on the month that you're passing away in. So that's the executor's got to make sure that they know when these things all have to be done. And then they're going to distribute everything. They're going to arrange for everything to be given to all the people that are meant to receive stuff. So the job of the executor is really, really important. And that's why I say it is a real honor to be asked, in my opinion, it's a real honor to be asked to be an executor because that's somebody saying to you, I trust you enough to have you distribute and take care of all my stuff and help my family. And I think that's just a huge honor. So if you get asked to be an executor, don't be overwhelmed by the duties that you have. Uh, be honored by the fact that you are honoring that person that is either a close friend or family member or client or a, a friend of a friend, however it may be. It's an honor for you to make sure that their final wishes are taken care of. So with that, we are going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the estate planning and how to keep the cottage and the family. And we're going to talk about limiting CRA, which is, in our case, Canada Revenue Agency, share of your estate. For our friends in the U.S., that'd be the IRS. And we're going to just talk about how to keep more of that money and what are the important documents that we really need to make sure that we have. 
And you are listening to the Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. That's me. And we are on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue to talk about our estate. And yes, we all have one. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble on the Inspired Choices Network. And today we are talking about estate planning. And yes, we do all have one. And before we went to the break, we were talking about the important duties that an executor plays for us and who an executor is and why we think that it is such an honor to be asked to be an executor. And I, I think that most people get scared of being an executor or getting asked to be an executor. And it is a, it is a responsibility. There's no question about that, but the rules are pretty clear and it's pretty easy to follow and how we can help each other and help our family and help our friends through these transitions that are going to take place. So if you get asked to be an executor, it's an honor. And I, I recommend that you be honored by it and you take it seriously and you, Go through the checklist and follow all the things that you need to do. And you'll also get guided through that with the lawyer that's going to be helping as well. So as promised, let's talk about some of the things. We talked about gifting and how we can we can bypass some taxes or at least uh, pass them on to the next person on the capital gains if we give them some of our stuff while we're alive. And that stuff we would deal with our financial advisor on and help they would help us to figure out how to do that. Uh, keeping the cottage in the family. So there's a lot of people that have cottages or condominiums or second houses, vacation homes, whatever you want to call them. And if you have one and you've had it for many years, you want to keep it in the family for the next generation, then careful planning is really important. And there are going to be a lot of things that we want to consider, but two of them are really big ones that come up. And the two big ones for us in our estate planning is the future tax liability and what would be a viable option. So I know there's other things we have to consider, like, you know, do we like our son better than our daughter? <laughs> do we give it to them equally and that kind of stuff? That's all for you to figure out. And that's all up to you. And is there a cousin and a nephew and a brother and a best friend that we all want to split it equally? That's all personal. But to keep the family cottage in the family, we want to deal with the future tax liabilities because they're not the principal resident and of the owner. And any transfer of ownership could result in a big capital gains. And capital gains is a is another word for taxes. So that could happen if we don't have a plan for it. 
And that's where we really have to work with somebody. So when the owner of a cottage passes away, the estate has to pay the tax. And the question is, is the estate going to be able to absorb that expense without the cottage having to be sold? And that's why it's really important to consider tax planning and estate planning while we're alive and well and thinking about it. Because then you don't have any stress and you don't have to worry about the stress being passed on to your family. So transferring ownership to children before death does not avoid the liability since the tax rules say that only transfers to a spouse can be made tax-free. So you can't, this isn't something we can just gift away because this is a, a non-primary uh, res, residence. So this is not something we're going to say, let's just give it to somebody now and then we'll avoid taxes. That doesn't work. The only way we can transfer some stuff tax-free is when it's the spouse. So one of the one of the effective solutions that we can use is insurance. And I mentioned that briefly earlier, but insurance is a good effective tool that's a good liability that we can use to cover off the taxes. And sometimes what happens is people have a lot of assets, but maybe not a lot of cash. And what happens when they pass away is somebody has to sell something in order to pay the taxes. And if we had an insurance policy in place, the insurance policy can be used to pay the taxes, assets stay intact, nothing has to get sold. And that's really important, not just because you might not want to have something sold off, but because nobody knows really when we're going to not be here. And if you're going to be passing away in the time when the market is really, really down on housing, then you might have to sell something at a much lower, lower amount because you do have to pay the taxes. So we never know if we're going to be dying in an up market or in a, in a down market. So that's why we do the planning to make sure that all these things are protected. And insurance is one of those really cool tools that I know people don't get excited and think it's a really sexy topic, but it's so great because it's got so many great benefits to it. And it's got so many uses that we can use it for to protect our estate and our family. So the policy can be used actually to cover off the taxes. And the nice thing about that is Basically, it's not your money. So you're getting a, an insurance policy that somebody else is going to pay your taxes. That's kind of a cool thing, too. The other cool thing about life insurance is if you aren't using it for the taxes on your estate and you're using it to pass on wealth to the next generation or you want to leave money to your kids or you just wanted to leave a legacy and have your name in lights on a building because you want to donate to a charity, that money tax that is tax-free money that we can have that insurance set up as, which is super cool because tax-free is two of the favorite words in the Canadian and American language, I'm sure. So that's another cool thing that we can do. Um, but you really want to get advice on the family cottage. So if you have, if you're in that situation, get some professional advice so they can help you do it in the most tax-efficient way. Let's talk about how we can limit Rev Canada, CRA, Canada Revenue Agency, IRS, all those people that are in charge of taking your tax money for you. So when you die, the Canada Revenue Agency is going to tax your estate as if you had sold all your capital property, your stocks, your business, your real estate, everything that you own becomes something that the Rev Canada looks at and says, okay, how much tax do we owe? With the exception of one thing, and that's your family home. So everything else gets put in a pot and says, okay, how much is this worth? How much is that worth? How much is this worth? And then they add it up and then we figure out how much tax is paid on it. And as a result of doing that, your estate may actually end up with a big tax bill that some valued assets may have to be sold to pay the tax, like we were just talking about. And since we don't know when we're going to die, there's some some measures we can take to protect ourselves against that. The only thing that's not included, though, is the principal residence. And you can only have one, 
So if you have five houses, only one of them is your primary residence, according to Rev Canada. So, and that primary residence is exempt from capital gains and can be transferred to a beneficiary tax-free. It's usually better to hold your principal residence jointly with your spouse or your partner. And that way it bypasses your estate and goes directly to him or her. Therefore, it would bypass any probate fees. So that's one great way to do things. So all these little tips and tricks that the advisors can help you with is really what you want to get some uh, some support on. But having said that, anybody can make sure that they have a will in place. And the will is the power document in my mind. Like that's the that is the one thing that says these are my wishes. I want this to happen. There's no confusion. You know, my sister, if you were listening last week, you met my sister who is just one of the greatest people and she's super cool and she's super smart <laughs> and I trust her completely. And that's great except if you don't know her and the government comes in and she's like, "No, no, no. Trust me." This is what my sister wants. She loves animals. She'd want to have this happen for, she'd want to have her dog taken care of like this, or she'd want to have money given given to her favorite animal charity. And that would be wonderful. And they'd say, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> How do we know? And I'm not there to say, no, really, I, I like my sister. I want you to trust her. That's not how it works. So there's got to be a document that says, I like my sister, I want you to trust her. Or I like my husband, I want you to trust him. And that document is a will. And everyone needs to have it. So again, if you take nothing away from today, and you never listen to me again, please listen to this. Go get a will. Make sure your stuff is written down. So having said that, let's talk about the will and what that is. That is a written document and it doesn't have to be crazy and complicated and you don't have to have trusts and you don't have to have estate freezing done, which is a great tool for businesses and it's mostly used for businesses. But what we do have is a will that says, I am Kathy Cook Noble and I want these things to happen when I'm not here. And that's what your will does. So in addition to the will, I want you to get a power of attorney and I want you to get a healthcare directive. Those are the three things that go together. And a power of attorney is you might think that your spouse or another family member could automatically step in and take care of your finances, like I just said about my husband or my sister. But that's not the case all the time. So unless you draw up something like a power of attorney, that means that if something happens to you and you get sick or you're mentally incapable of handling your estate or your finances right now, if you were ever in an accident and you couldn't speak, then you need somebody to step in and look after you while you're still alive. So these are not just these are not just documents that oh when I'm dead they kick in. No, no, no. These things are while you're alive. This makes life so much nicer and smoother and easier so that it takes that whole guessing work out, the whole arguing out. There's no question about whether or not mom liked me better. It doesn't matter <laughs> because it's all written out and that eliminates any arguing or fighting. So what happens if you don't have the power of attorney? Guess who steps in? That that shadow in the back, the government, <laughs> and that's who steps in. And through the public trustee, they could take over your bank account, your investment portfolio, your other assets without consulting your family. Although rules do vary from province to province in Canada, as it will in the states with each state to state, there's different rules. But the government's duty is to protect your interests, even though its decisions may not be what you want because you don't know that government, that faceless shadow that's going to come out of the, the woodwork and look after you. So that's why we want to have, that's why we want to have this in place because we don't want there to be any guesswork. 
And this is where you're alive, the power of attorney. So this is to help you. You're incapacitated. You're, you're, you've been in an accident. You're sick. Something's happened. You're not in a position right now to deal with your finances. You need somebody you can trust to step in. And I don't know about any of you in the U.S. or the States, but the person I'm picking to trust to step in is not going to be that faceless shadow that steps out from behind the curtain and it's called the government. That's not who I'm going to be trusting. So we're going to make sure we have a power of attorney. And the other one is the healthcare directive. Same story, only it's to, with your, it's to look after your health. So the power of attorney is going to look after your finances and the healthcare directive is going to be someone that says, no, 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 Kathy wants to be hooked up on life support. Kathy doesn't want to be hooked up on life support. That's what the healthcare directive is going to say. No, 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 I have the document and I know exactly what her wishes are. She wants to be preserved and, um, you know, in, just like Michael Jackson, <laughs> if you can, you know, how he used to talk about that cryogenics, I think it is. So that's where you're going to say, nope, that's what we want to, she, that's what she wants, that's her wishes. So that's what your healthcare directive is. It's for while you're alive. So with all that heavy stuff, we're going to leave on the note that uh, we're going to take a break and we're just going to digest that and think we need a will. We need a will. We need a will. <laughs> and from that will, we're going to add a power of attorney and a healthcare directive. And those are the things that are going to look after us while we're alive, and they're going to be the things that look after us when we're gone, and we're going to leave with a very smooth transition as far as our estate is concerned so that our family is left in a very happy happy place financially so that they can just support each other and not argue over the estate. And we're going to take a break, and you are listening to Financially Speaking with myself, Kathy Cook-Noble, and we're on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we're going to continue to talk about our estate and how we all have one and how we're going to protect our family. We will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Kathy Cook-Noble, and you are joining us on the Inspired Choices Network. And today, we are talking about our estate. And that is, uh, how protected are we? And what is our estate? Because yes, we do all have one. Before the break, we were talking about different ways of protecting our estate from our friends and the government coming in to take a little bit more than we want them to have. So this is why it's important for us to be really diligent and really careful to make sure that everything's written down. So I think I might have said it a couple times, but you need a will. 
And that's one of the things that we want written down. No questions, no confusion, no guesswork. Because really, this isn't the time that we want to be guessing whether or not that grandma really wanted me to have her special ring. Um, we're not going to guess whether or not grandma wanted me to have her dishes. Grandma is going to know. We're going to know what grandma wanted because she's going to write it down in the will. And we're all going to write it down in a will. And it's never too early or it's never too late. Go get a will. If you don't have one, go get one now. Well, maybe wait another six minutes when we're off the air. But go get one and make sure you have your will. And make sure with your will you do your power of attorney so that if something ever happens to you where you're alive and you're not capable of running your finances for a short time, you have someone you can trust that's going to do it for you. Because if you're if you get sick or you're hurt and you're in the hospital and you can't pay your mortgage, people don't know that 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 are holding your mortgage. You don't want to lose your house because you're in a coma. Have somebody look after your stuff. Have a power of attorney and have a healthcare directive. And that is the person that is going to look after your healthcare wishes. So if you're in a coma, what kind of medical treatment you want? Um, if there's a religious requirement on your on your medical treatment, it's got to be written down. Blood transfusions always come up as the big topic. And if you want one, or if you don't want one, it needs to be known. And it can't be, oh, I know, I know her really well, and she wouldn't want this. No, it's got to be written down. Because in any case, whether you're alive or you're not alive, if you don't have this written down, the government steps in and they take over for you. And we do not want to do that. So the importance of preparing a will, it's not just about your stuff. If you have kids, if you have pets, it's about them too. Because if you are, I mean, sure, we're going to distribute the assets, but if you are um, a parent, and, and that could be a parent of a two-legged or a four-legged, um, they all need to know what's going to happen to them. So we need to know where the kids are going, and we need to know where the, the pets are going. Because if the kids are underage, who's going to look after them? So we need to know that they're looked after, that there's a guardian, that there's somebody in place that says, if something happens to me, my dog or my cat goes to somebody else. And this is who that somebody else is. And if something happens to me, then this is where my children go. So that's what we want to make sure we're covering. So we're going to look after our stuff being distributed correctly. We're going to look at our taxes being efficient. And we're going to look after our family and our children and our pets because our pets are part of our family. And we're going to list all that. And sometimes if there's a divorce in the past, we have to make sure that if you have been divorced and you haven't updated your will and you're with somebody else and you're common law, then we want to make sure that things are in place for that new partner. And that's why we need to update the will. And if you die without a will, it's, it's the technical word is intestate. But for us, what that means is the government's going to be looking after your stuff. So let's not make that happen. So there's no way that we we can come up with an excuse not to have a will, a power of attorney, or a health care directive. They're great documents. They're easy to do. And they are the cornerstone for good financial planning. There is no question. If you have a family or you have accumulated any assets or if you have any children, if you have any pets, you have to have one prepared. And it has to be done soon because that's going to be the whole premise of how your estate gets settled and it's not a scary thing. It's actually, it's so much fun and it's so cool because you get to say, I've got everything in place. So guess what? I get to live my life knowing that there's no issues about how my stuff's going to be distributed. There's going to be no issues if I get hurt or I get sick and I can't talk, if I can't walk, if I can't pay my bills. 
Somebody's going to do exactly what I want them to do. So you get to be the boss and boss people around even when you're unconscious because you have a healthcare directive and you have a power of attorney. And when you pass away, you're still the boss. You still get to say, this is how my stuff's going to be spread out and this is who's going to get what. I want money to go to this charity and I want my kids to have this and I want to make sure my daughter has that ring and my sister gets those glasses and my son gets that car and that's how it works. And you have it all written down, so you're still the boss. And that's so cool. I like to be in charge, so <laughs> I think it's fun that way. But the estate planning is actually a lot of fun. It's all part of the whole financial plan. We get started right right now. We start now, and we start slow, and we start small, and we say, how do we start? Okay, let's just make a list of what we got. So we just get out a piece of paper and a pen. It's not complicated. This is our stuff, and this is who we want our stuff to go to. And then we sit down with a professional, and we can if we need to, and sort out how we're going to put that in a document. There's standard legal documents for wills. They're not complicated. But we want to make sure that things are listed out exactly the way we want them. And we want to make sure that our pets are looked after and our children are looked after and both of them have the guardians that we want. And that's the important part of the will. So remember, if you get nothing else out of tonight, if you're just joining us, then you, the, the main takeaway tonight is to get a will. And that's what we're going to focus on. And that's, I'm going to give you homework. That's going to be your homework to go get your will, your power of attorney and your healthcare directive in order. And next week we are going to talk about money and weight because they are related. You know how I feel. Everything's related to weight or everything's related to money. Um, but we have a guest next week and her name is Marietta Snetsinger and she is fantastic. And I think you're all going to love her and you're all going to learn so much about her and so much about her fantastic story and how money and weight are we're closely tied together and how one affects the other and she's going to share that with us so we're really excited we're going to have a great guest uh, with us next week and I'm going to leave you at that and give you your homework and can't wait to talk to you next week and we're going to carry on with how weight and money are connected so enjoy your week enjoy your family day get your stuff in order it's easy to do and love your numbers, love your finances, and we will see you all next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.